I'm going to share how I would divide Piano Black into segments and the stages that would come along with it, and how I would use that approach to conceptualize the piece, and plus some fun facts and inspiration that I've gathered in this pre-production stage. Let's get started. make this work and sharing this in real time, I will chop up this project into bite-sized pieces in order to make it easier for people to consume as this project evolves. We're making a title sequence, right? The end result of this title sequence would be around one minute and 20 seconds long. But uh, if I'm gonna share each progress on like Instagram or something, I'm not gonna re-upload every stage of that piece, the whole thing over and over again like that. That's gonna get very fatiguing. So my plan is chop it up into pieces and then towards the end of the project, I put it all together like Lego and then it will be one complete project. I chop it up into like seven seconds or like four second segments. So that way it's like it can be a loop and then I can put that on Instagram one stage at a time. For context, let me let me explain the stages of this project and like the overall deadline I have for it. So first you have audio stage, concept, storyboard, animatic V1, style frames, animatic v2 previs the first pass and then the final export now that's a lot right those are nine stages to put together each one actually are uh, at different levels of difficulty depending on what we're doing audio just focuses on the music of the piece so in this case tie sequence my job was to kind of take let's say a three minute long piece of music and condense that down into one minute and 20 seconds so that way we can use it for a title sequence in front of a TV show. The concept stage just focuses on, on what's called a motion script. It's a basic outline. What shots or what events will happen in this piece, visual metaphors I want to do. The brainstorming session, right? As I'm recording this, I've just started on the conceptual stage as I'm, you know, getting my bearings and getting used to uh, working on this a little, a little bit every day. Once I have the outline, the script for it, then I make the storyboard. It can be just as simple as taking something like a paper and pencil and then writing down what you want it to look like, right? Even if you're not good at drawing. So after the storyboarding stage, I would take those frames or those ideas that I drew out on a piece of paper and then I would take that and I put it into video, like what's called an animatic, which is essentially just a slideshow time to the audio. And then the fifth stage is the style frames. I will use the real programs that I will end up using to animate it. And instead of animating it, just one frame of it, one still frame version of that. Right. So essentially, we're just taking what we drew into reality. That moves on to the sixth stage, which is animatic V2. Basically the same animatic as we mentioned before, but replacing the drawn sketches with real still images of something close to the finished product. By the way, I also technically already did it somewhat of an animatic previs type thing. A long time ago, I made a uh, like a fake previs slash animatic of, uh, of what I wanted to look like. I took little pieces and and little clips from other existing content, like uh, like the like the Incredibles tie sequence or like the Iron Man three uh, tie sequence stuff like that, and tying it to the music that I wanted to use. So really, you could argue that there'd be a one more stage to the project. I, mean, I don't know what you call that pre animatic or something like that. I don't know. 
Anyway, so in the seventh stage is previs, right? AKA like pre-visualization. One step away from actually animating it. Like how can we achieve these animations in the fewest steps possible in order to see a pre-visualization of what we want the final product to look like? Making the scenes with temporary objects and only focusing on the main subject. We're just trying to figure out the movement, right? This is where we can introduce motion and actual real animations instead of just pictures and slideshows, right? And drawings. Then from eighth stage on, Onwards, first pass now is focused on making it production ready. Let's clean it up. Let's make it work. Uh, replace temporary objects with permanent objects. Towards the end of that, the final stage is the final export, right? Like, okay, this is a finished production ready project. Basically now you're just doing finishing touches, making sure that everything is working correctly. Okay, is there any render issues, anything I missed out on. This is kind of where you start to tire it off with the bow. <laughs> So my goal, all the way from the first audio stage to the final export, have this project finished by early to mid-February. So um, I'll chop up the project into bite-sized pieces. And doing it like that would make it much easier for concepting too, because now I can kind of focus on one act or one chapter at a time, because each piece, each cut will happen basically when the next verse of the song com uh, comes in or the next like section of the, uh, um, of the song comes in. And then the most exciting part is like once we get to the animatic stage, uh, this is when I can actually introduce video. Beforehand, it's just like pictures. But once I get to the animatic, now I can really, uh, my plan is to just post them on Instagram and Twitter one section at a time. So when I finish section one, upload that. When I finish the animatic for section two, uh, upload that. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, until I have basically the entire animatic uploaded on the platforms, right. but just in pieces, and then I do it again, but in the next stage. So now I go from animatic to the previs. So now the animatic same thing is okay. I'm gonna do the previs on segment one. Then I'm gonna then I'm gonna upload that. Then I'm gonna do previs of. Uh, a uh, uh, segment two, and I'm gonna do that. It's kind of like layering a cake, you know? Instead of me trying to make the entire cake, each layer of the cake at the same exact time or at once, I'm just doing one layer at a time. So first I get the base, you get the regular cake, and you see me making that. And then I put on the frosting, right? And that's all you see me do, you put on, I put on the frosting. Then I get the second layer, the second cake layer, put that on top. Is that iterative, um, like iterative based versus like all at once? I could have just been like, okay, you only see it animatic once I have the entire thing done. Sure, but that would take a while and there'd be huge gaps between each stage of the project. Doing it like this would kind of make it easier to not only consume, because people you know, can see this on the Instagram page and, oh, okay, okay, he's on this stage of the project now. You can kind of, it's almost like a loading bar. You can kind of see, get a good idea of where I'm at versus let's say like, oh, I, okay, I finished the entire previs of, of the entire title sequence. Now it's time for me to make uh, the first animation pass. So I'd be two weeks without anything happening or at least without anything um, coming out publicly, right? Doing that, that means that something will, something will come out on a frequent basis. So yeah, so I mentioned I was in the concepting stage now. So what makes this great is that actually Technically, I kind of started this a while ago. <laughs> so now I can kind of build a concept almost like Lego bricks. And let me uh, go back a little bit. One of the mission statements of this project is to make it so convincing that people think it's a real show. Like make this entire sequence look so convincing that people go, wow, <laughs> when is it going to come out? This looks really good. When is the show going to come out? And I go, oh, uh, it's not a real show, right? 
that's how convincing I want it to look like. And that's to say, I'm using the word convincing with a purpose. I'm using convincing, not perfect. It doesn't have to look completely amazing. It needs to just look like something that you would actually see before a TV show starts or before an anime starts or at the end of a movie. With that vision statement in mind, or when I was gathering inspiration like a while back, you know, last year when I actually technically started on this project, but then dropped it, you know, because of other things. I made a mood board and notion and made a whole list of um, tie sequences that I wanted to look like. And like I made um, a list of fake names to put on the title cards, like put like, you know, because the tie sequence right, is going to have credits. Right. So I'm thinking, OK. I'm going to need some names. So I made like a huge list of cast, fake cast members, uh, you know, fake crew members and figured out, okay, which name is going to play which character. That's so that, that leads into, yeah, I also made up a fake, you know, fake characters. Like basically I made, I wrote a, a small little story with the sole purpose of just making the tie sequence look more convincing. I came up with concepts for the characters, for the main characters and like what their motivations are and even like the show synopsis, like what the show is about, what, what events will happen, like what episodes, how many episodes are going to be. I thought that through so that way now when I'm building the tie sequence, I'm actually making it. It's almost as if I actually am making, like I'm working on an actual show. Right, because I have the story and the concepts and the metaphors already put, laid out. You, you know, you got like Terry Green, like, and he plays a character named Curry, who's like the main character. He's like the space cowboy type situation. Which, by the way, when I was doing this, all I did was just kind of rip off Guardians of the Galaxy and Cowboy Bebop. I just put, I just merged the two stories together, and then called it a day. Now, I'm not looking to write a whole masterpiece here. I'm just trying to, I just need a base, just any inspiration to get get this going, right? So yeah, I made fake names, a fake show synopsis, fake characters, kind of figured out what the story would be, fake, you know, what, what the villain would be, <laughs> uh, all that stuff. I, I looked up different ways to write a story, different ways to all that. You may go, well, why do all this when it's nearly just a tie sequence and you most likely won't even see any of these details. You won't notice any of these details because it's not, you know, you don't know what the show is anyway. Well, here's the thing. I believe we'll make this tie sequence look be so convincing because that was a mission statement with this project is to be so convincing that people think it's a real show. What I believe would make it so convincing is if I add in those little details and I and I like pour in those things that maybe on a conscious level, most people won't pick up on, but on a subconscious level, there's a little bit of mystery to it. Like, oh, what's that? You know, like it's very interesting. And even though you may not notice them, they actually do matter because those details add up and that's what creates the texture and the character and the feel and the vibe around that piece like i've had a conversation in the past with someone who was like wow like, you know you write a lot for just a small thing like you write a whole script just for a small 10 second teaser right why do all that when you know you can just go straight to the storyboarding stage and call it a day well adding in those small details even though you won't see them will come across in the final product because there's you can tell there's a little bit of care put into it. Now there's some, and then story-wise, there's a little bit of mystery put into it because you added in those little intentions. It's almost like you gave each movement a intention so people can pick up, so people would pick up on things that you didn't even directly say, you didn't even directly mention, but they would pick up on it simply because the way you animated it or the way you presented it made it feel that way. Does that make sense? So that's why I'm 
doing <laughs> being so elaborate and making all these fictional uh stories and names because that's what ultimately will make such a convincing title sequence don't be afraid to let all your ideas spill out when you're in this conception stage really be like do what i did and just be like just start writing stuff down start writing down ideas anything that comes to mind even if it's bad right even the bad ones because sometimes the bad ones turns into something good later on here's how i use the ideas i already wrote down because i've kind of done all this because i did I made all the fictional names and all that a while ago. I made that like, you know, sometime in like mid 2021, right? Back before I was going to start this project, then I stopped. Because I wrote down all these ideas, I can now kind of build a final concept like a Lego bricks. Now that I have the audio, I can go, okay, what scene does this make me think of? Oh, this idea. And then I can literally take that little section, that thing I wrote down, and it's drag and drop in whatever order that I want. And then I can slowly build a story, almost like segments, like little index cards in a, in a row. So that's what I did. That's kind of what I'm doing right now with the concepting stage. Uh, you may see a preview of that on the B-roll, if you're watching the video version, like on the B-roll right now. You know, that's, you know, kind of what I'm doing. The reason why I'm talking about it like this is because I don't exactly know. This is technically past Msethi, so I don't exactly know what ideas I'm going to come up with just yet, but you can see me dragging and dropping around, right? One thing I do know, I, I know I must have because a lot of ideas come and go but the one thing ever since i really had the idea for this project there are two shots two segments that i want in this i want one shot where you see maybe something like a circular object turning into a glass of lemonade being poured into a little very like very nice fancy uh glass right top down shot there's a shot from the video game far cry 6 they had a tie sequence and they showed a uh like a, a they showed a um a cup of whiskey being poured as a wheel was turning and the you know it's like a very smooth transition into that i want to have that type of shot but maybe instead you maybe see like a jet engine like a circular jet engine turning into a glass lemonade something like that i don't know but i do know i want that glass lemonade shot because i think that look cool and it'd be a cool little challenge and two i want a shot of of a ship like a futuristic ship going off like really far away like a really wide shot of a ship uh, riding the desert, like going from left to right in the desert, almost like that shot from Star Wars where you see like the X-wing on the on the water, or even that shot, even from another shot in Star Wars where they're like kind of uh, riding on the sand, and but it's like from really far away. Like that's the type of stuff that I want. Like a hover, I think it was like a hovercraft, something like that. But anyway, those two shots are gonna be in there. Because I want to make that work. But everything else is up in the air. I don't exactly know what I'm coming up with yet as I'm recording this. But obviously, by the time this episode comes out, I probably would have had a pretty good draft, pretty good early draft of this thing. So, all right. So I think that's it. I just wanted to kind of explain what I'm doing and how I'm going to segmentize and how I'm going to uh, chop up this project and how I'm going to, in the timeline for it. And just overall, just my reason behind this conception. So in conclusion... I will chop up this project into bite-sized pieces alongside other in-the-making content, of course, you know. It's not just going to be the bite-sized things, the seven-second loops. Around the time when I get to the video stages, that's the, the animatic, that's when I start posting that on my Instagram and Twitter, one piece at a time, and then you slowly see that being put together. And then I guess two lessons here, like, don't be afraid to just put in details that most people won't notice but they will notice subconsciously because that's where the passion will come through. That's where the story and the, wow, that was really good. That's where that would come from is putting in those small little details. Obviously don't 
cure yourself trying to put in, you know, make everything perfect. That's not necessarily what I'm what I was trying to say. It's more so, you know, make things with intention, not just with randomness. The second lesson is I use the ideas that I worked down as a building block and I kind of accidentally figured out, oh wait, if I, I, I used the ideas that I wrote down before as building blocks for the first draft of concept. So basically it's like, all I really needed to do was just write down ideas and just really just let it do like a brain dump and pour it out. And then when it's time for me to actually like put it together, I can just drag and drop. Like Lego, just putting together the pieces in the right order until you get a complete project, right? It's like you got the puzzle pieces ready to go. Right? So that's effectively what I did. So that's something that maybe y'all can take away from. That's it. So if you have any questions or feedback, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or Twitter. Check out my website at mtsady.com for case studies and more. All the links are in the description. If you found value in this episode, I appreciate it if you leave a review, if you listen to the audio version, or like and subscribe if you're watching the video version. Uh, feel free to leave a comment down below if you have any insights or questions. Thank you.